Hello guys, welcome back to another episode in Tailenders in Pajamas. Here I am, Nihar, back with another review for the three games which happened after our last episode, which was uh, Rajasthan Royals versus Royal Challengers Bangalore. So now in this episode, you're going to hear about my analysis regarding Mumbai versus Kolkata, Delhi versus Lucknow, Punjab versus Gujarat. Okay, to be frank, you know, uh, I think... Two of these three games are pretty much crazy in a way, in many ways. But first of all, I have to start off with KKR. I mean, what a squad depth they have, man. I mean, oh my God. I mean, the world's number one test, you know, all-rounder can actually strike at 373 and that includes 56 runs. And yeah, so before getting into him, I mean, honestly, I don't know, man, what Mumbai is up to. I mean, so it appeared that when, uh, how to say Suri Kumar Yadav comes back, all of their problems will be sorted out. But he did contribute and boy, they are struck. I mean, their bowling is pathetic. Murugan Ashwin went for a plenty and he's, I mean, of all the leg spinners in the tournament, he's the least effective, if you ask me. And, you know, even Tilakurma maintained a better economy than him being a part-timer. And, I mean, going with Timal Mills, he's effective while taking wickets but concedes a lot and Bumrah needs support. That's pretty sad. And coming to Daniel Sams, oh my God, what he had done that day. And I think somehow Basil Thampi is, you know, appearing to be such a smart buy. I mean, Basil Thampi is one of the inconsistent bowlers the IPL has ever seen. Oh my God. I mean, Mumbai though, I think this season is going to be even tougher for them unless, you know, Timal Mills. Because, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, Mumbai's bowling is pathetic. That's what I have to say. When batting, Rohit Sharma is not clicking much. Ishan Kishan being the only... Decent one, but still he struggled that day. I mean, both the openers, you know, took 23 balls and scored 17. Come on, man, you expect a lot better. Well, that's sad for Mumbai, but going to KKR, see, uh, Rahane was good in the first game, but didn't live it up for that great in the upcoming two. But Venkatesh is back to form. Well, the strike rate is a bit questionable one, but still, I mean, he got his 50, so now the confidence will be oozing around. And now only Shreya Zayar is yet to get to the form of Nitish Rana. Because down the order, they have... Just imagine, you managed to get Rahane, Vinkita, Shayar, Shayar, Billing, Nitishrana out. That's like almost half into the middle order. And then comes the destructive Russell. And even when Russell, you, have, you managed to get Russell out at a cheap score. And that's what, you know, Mumbai thought. Then came Cummins. He literally smashed 35 runs of Daniel Sams. Oh boy. And the way the KKR is operating, their depth is scary. And according to me, they are emerging to be one of the contenders for this trophy IPL. I mean, still they are yet to hit top gear. You know, remember that. And coming to KKR's bowling, oh, so many bowling options. I mean, you have Umesh, you have Kamins, you have Narain, you have Chakravarti, you have Razal. And if you want to concede more runs, you have Shivam Mavi on the bench. Oh boy. And I mean, they're going to scare people, right? They are, considering the depth they have. More misery for Mumbai, you know, recording the third loss consecutively, but KKR, things are looking very bright. Well, now let's move on to the other game which happened. Uh, boring one, DC versus LSG. Well, one interesting thing about this game I saw is like, with David Warner managed to get out in eighth over, but he scored only four runs till then and he played 12 deliveries. Well, I mean, you know, you have to give him some time to adjust. And the way Pradyushav went after LSG's bowlers is, oh my God. 
he was pretty dominating all those throws you know making the ball go over the fielder's heads and weirdly you know i mean somehow the roman pole is not exactly the fit they are hoping for but yeah mitchell marsh is yet to come back that's one thing they can look forward to but again man i mean they lost only 3 wickets and they managed to score only 149 i mean no i mean we need to be like punjab in this i mean they don't care about wickets just go after and delhi's approach is something bad i feel because how to say rishabh pant he is not out and he is 39 of 36 that's pretty sad considering 206 came in the same over and the final death over they struggled to you know get the ball going and kadmin they still have lalit yadav and aksar patel and shardul thakur who can hit the ball pretty far i mean these the duo of lalit and aksar actually won them the first game so why can't they take a bit more you know uh aggressive approach at the death at least so that anyway bit them but somehow they managed to make a game out of it by dragging the game till 19.4 uh the usual one of dikok or rahul plays we know that and dikok was there with 80 anyway at the end you know badoni was has kept his calm and he took them over the line and it's like a pretty you know pretty sweet revenge on delhi because apparently they scouted him last year during pandemic third wave but they never bothered to even bid for him in the auction i mean that guy in the three trials he have faced he hit 50 runs within less than 20 balls i mean they didn't even show interest in him well his his fist pump makes sense now coming to lucknow oh boy you know as i said they are only going to get even better from here the inclusion of marcus stoinis i mean the only one player who is not exactly playing good is even lewis so apparently he's a backup for uh, decock so once lewis comes on I think Manish also will be drafted into the squad, and I think Manish will be given that one-down position. K. Gautam will be out of the squad, and uh, Stone is at two-down. Oh my God, they're going to become even scarier now! Wow. And the bowling, I'm impressed, man. I mean, I'm really, really impressed with Lucknow's bowling here in that game, at least. Ah, uh, because see, if you could observe, right? Like, and Jason Holder is like such a good death bowler. I mean, the way he bowled at death is impressive. Even K. Gautam managed to get a maiden over against Pant. See, getting a maiden over against Pant in Test match is still very difficult, and this guy managed to get it in a T20 game. And obviously, they had a luxury of not bowling out, uh, you know, Avesh Khan, Andrew Tai, and Prunal Pandya. Oh my God, this is a squad along with KKR. They are all shaping up. Well, Delhi, though it's still early to judge them, but still, I think once the Warner gets going, it's impossible to stop him. I mean, he, the, I think the. most efficient foreign batsman ever to play in the IPL considering his uh, statistics if you can observe he is the three time orange cap winner the highest i assume amongst all the players who have ever played and even mitchell marsh is going to be an added bonus to the squad well nothing new to it for delhi but uh, i think they should change their approach a little considering the bench strength they have the best amongst the tournament in the tournament amongst all the teams and lucknow though it's all merry right now So let's go to the final game, guys. Oh my God, this is the game which I will never forget in my entire life. Rahul Tewatia managed to haunt Punjab yet again. Before talking about Tewatia and Gujarat, I just want to talk about Punjab, man. I mean, the way they are losing wickets, their eleventh batsman was able to hit runs. Wow. I mean, they were like Livingston was in. I mean, Livingston has again played a fifty with a two hundred plus strike rate. Jitesh Sharma was good as long as he was there. The one, okay, the one that you just expect him to rotate, so it's fine. The concerning point is that Mayank's failure as the batsman till now. Shahrukh Khan, I think, will be a bit happy 
but odian smith golden duck man come on this guy had to do something now it's getting too late but again even at the death you have seen rahul chahar and ashdeep singh they managed to get the score from 160 to 190 almost 189 well the punjabs as usual problems they managed to screw the game out of nowhere well they had to make uh, how to say rajapaksa go for bairsto not much of an impact considering he's gone for it and coming to the gujarat here i mean see, this is i still stand to my words like this is the weakest spot but again as i say weakest team but again as i say they might be weak individual wise if you can tally them but as a unit they appear to be strong i mean wade had other failure and shubman gill 96 you know what if gujarat had lost this game i would have blamed shubman gill because i think once he reached the 90s the nervous 90s phobia got got into him and he literally struggled so somehow they won and the debuted sajidashan is actually decent he literally you know kept gill on strike for much of the time i mean that's that's good when considering it's a first game you don't want the pressure on you but makes sense hardik pandya with other sensible knock 27 of 18 not big score but the important one well the entire comedical incidents happened like when three balls 13 was required somehow miller managed to just you know knock the ball to the bowler's hand who was the audience smith And audience will would have just left it like that. What is the worst case scenario? What that's going to happen? Miller will hit two sixes. The match will be tie, and it will go to a super over. Maybe he should have done that. Maybe super over Rabada or someone would have bowled good. They would have won. No, no, no one would have even bothered about audience Smith's poor spell. But I don't know why he felt like running Tevate out, who is at the non-strikers end. I mean, it's pretty evident. Even if Tevate will go back on strike, the match is over by then because obviously. The required run rate will be more than thirty-six at that moment. So he somehow still managed to throw and miss it completely, and they got a single. So the equation went from three, three of the thirteen of three to twelve of two, and he bowled two juicy deliveries, you know, onto his bat. And Tevate obviously being a slow hitter, he literally nailed the ball across the boundary line. Somehow Punjab managed to lose this. Odian Smith managed to lose this. Well, it shouldn't be too critical because I mean, come on, man. There are very rare instances where a single individual managed to screw your team up. I mean, he didn't even contribute with the bat. He just scored his golden duck, and he scored that last over. Well, that's going to be a very disheartening for him. But uh, I do think he can be. He can come back from it for sure. But again, you have to consider the, you know, Punjab's bowling here. I mean. I think they can afford to drop him, and they can they can even get Rajapaksa back into the lineup, but that will leave them without one over for you know. But uh, I mean, Baba Arora was good. Arjit Singh was actually I mean because of him the match went till that because he was the one who was keeping pressure on, and even at some point he was advising Kagis or Abada. I mean, how often do you see an you know youngster or a Indian youngster of twenty twenty one years actually, uh, how to say, giving an advice to one of the greatest bowlers of this era? Wow. Well, Rabada managed to okay. So still, I mean, last season didn't have that good great time, and now he's trying to set himself up into this season. So their four overs are going to be Rahul Chahar, Kagis, or Rabada, Alkit Singh, and if Vibhavarara or Trustix. So with tip bowling, so I mean, do you have any other good Indian all rounder to you know make sure that you can complete the quota along with Liam Livingston? So that's I mean, Liam Livingston is a leg spinner, so I do think they can actually try to get two or three overs against the right handers in between. But I don't think Odin Smith should be dropped if the case is going to be this. I mean, one game he got they got them good, but one game he screwed them up good. But still, they had to look at the other options too. Well, special uh, mention to Tevatia here. Uh, what a guy! 
I mean, I think he is proving uh, every money, every penny worth to how much ever Gujarat's shelled on him. And coming to Gujarat's bowling, though, uh, they're good. I mean, Shami is the leading, is the leader. Well, especially you have to applaud, uh, you know, Rashid Khan instead because he managed to get both Shahrukh Khan and uh, Livingston out in the over because they were looking to go big and somehow he got, he got both of them in the same over and that actually reduced the flow of the run rate. Maybe they would have got 200. We never know. And Hadik Pane bowling four overs is pretty great towards, but instead both of them went for runs. Even Loki Ferguson went for runs. Only Rashid Khan is the one, I guess, who tried to stop it. Well, Tevati actually managed to give a lot of runs, but still he managed to get his name under good. Going forward, I think they will face even more trickier situations, but I do think they're having that sports spirit because of the fantastic start they have. Three in three, they won. So again, sorry, any Gujarat fans who's listening to this that I underestimated uh, your team completely wrong, but still, I really like the team spirit they're going with and yeah, Hardik Pandey taking up all the responsibilities. So that's it, guys, for this episode. So I'll be back with another episode after this weekend set of four games. Uh, I'll be back with you on Monday, which is going to be on 11th April 2022. So stay tuned and uh, please subscribe.